0: Welcome in once again, Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International, and thank you for being here. I have to make an admission to you. I was so sick when I recorded this episode, I was coming down with viral bronchitis at the time, that my brain was foggy and I was not on top of my game, shall we say. So first of all, I did not give this leader a good enough bio intro. So I want to fix that right now and tell you that this leader, Jane Houston, is really involved in supporting women in business. She has three organizations that she's involved with. Thistle C Business Development, LLC, the Women's President's Organization, and Athena Powerlink. You'll also hear in the interview how I tried to transfer Seton Hill in Greensburg, PA to Seton Hall in New Jersey. Yes, I had the college that she was involved in all messed up. And third, she references Linda in this interview interview. Linda is Linda Stevenson, who was guest number one. And of course, someone that was vital to the creation of this podcast. In fact, it's fair to say without Linda Stevenson, this podcast would not exist. So wanted to clear all that up. And now let's talk about Jane Houston. She is our guest for episode number 59. And she's had a long career that is centered on supporting entrepreneurs, especially female business owners. And she advises that having a good network is vital. Do not go it alone because you don't have to. Let's get it started right now
1: welcome to women really mean business presented by athena international the podcast that tells you the story of how women are impacting business one guest at a time now here's your host jeff balitnikoff with another successful woman and her unique business journey
0: Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International. I'm Jeff Blitnikoff, and I'm with a leader right now, Jane Houston. That honestly, Jane, you know what? I have no idea where to take this interview right now. And welcome to the podcast, by the way.
1: Thank you. Great to be here.
0: It is awesome to have you. And the reason I'm confused, and it's not a normal state for me, well, I guess people that know me might say that it is a normal state for me, but that's another topic for another time. But Here, all kidding aside, you do so much for women and women-owned businesses, and you've been involved for many years. Your resume, and we're going to put your bio online, of course, is your resume and your bio just goes forever on that. But you have some initiatives that you're doing right now that are really kind of key and vital. So I really want to turn the mic over to you now and have you talk about not only your background, but also what is bubbling up to the surface now as far as the most importance, because you have some really good things going on. So Jane, having said all that, welcome to the podcast and the floor is yours.
1: Thank you again, Jeff. I really appreciate the opportunity to be here and uh, let me crystallize and provide clarity. I always like to provide context to why I do what I do. And um, so here's how I would like to tell the story. An article, actually, that Harvard Business Review published just in the last couple of weeks, again, brought it um, very um, crystal clear, again, in my mind and, and sort of uh, underscored the why I do what I do and what I believe. And that article talked about the trillion dollar opportunities in, in supporting women entrepreneurs. And I thought, wow, isn't that incredible when you can really quantify if we support women entrepreneurs, what could that mean to this world? So um, it was there was an analysis done by the Boston Consulting Group, and it showed that if women and men around the world participated equally as entrepreneurs, the global GDP would ultimately rise by approximately three to six percent, boosting the global economy by two point five trillion to five trillion dollars. Wow. That was just wow. And I looked at that and I said, so so how are we supporting female entrepreneurs? I've longed been in this, you know, done this work and been in this business because only 3% of female entrepreneurs scale a million dollars in gross annual revenue. And what makes that particularly interesting, Jeff, is because women are starting businesses, starting businesses at one and a half times to two times the rate of all small business startups. So something happens in there, right, that we need to figure out how we can support and grow these female entrepreneurs. And that's at the crux of the story of why I do what I do. So you're not going to be surprised by some of the answers that are well-founded in studies. So we all know that access to, to financial capital is one of the things we need to support around women entrepreneurs. We also, need, we also know that we need to train and help women build new skills on the human capital level. What people don't think about very often is a key factor. Again, this was in the article recently with Harvard. Another key factor in the success of these businesses is in access to networks. And if I could put in a nutshell, what I'm doing, what I'm focusing my whole career on now is really providing access to networks for women entrepreneurs. So I'd be happy to tell you how I'm doing that if you want
0: me to keep going on. Well, I'll tell you, and there's a lot of things that you are doing. You just took over the Athena Power Link in South Central Pennsylvania. You also are very uh, have very deep roots, I should say, in Western Pennsylvania. You were at Seton Hall for many years in support of women businesses. In fact, it was the E Magnify Women's Business Center, and that was in Greensburg, PA, where Seton Hall is located. And then, of course, you've done a lot lot of other things as well. And again, it's it's vast. There's a lot in your bio that will set up this conversation. But let's talk about what you're excited about as you head into kind of this new venture of Athena Powerlink, which, of course, is just really a continuation of what you've been doing.
1: Absolutely, Jeff. Be happy to. First of all, I, I need to just do a correction. So it's Seton Hill University, not Seton Hall's in New Jersey. We laugh that. But Seton Hill University is in Greensburg, Pennsylvania. And that's where I spent 20 plus years uh, really falling in love with this whole work of supporting women's entrepreneurship uh, with the Women's Business Center there, as you mentioned. So just a little point of clarity. We always laugh about that because we always say, Nope, it's on
0: the Hill. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny that, and, and it's funny, I live in the Pittsburgh region, and I knew it was Seton Hill at some level of my brain, but it just came <laughs> out as Seton Hall, I guess because, no, I guess I just, that's kind of in the vernacular, so I thank you for the clarification, so, but at any... No worries, I, they would I, never forgive
1: me if I didn't clarify that, <laughs> for sure.
0: And I'm going to leave this in see. the podcast. I have the ability to edit that out, <laughs> but I'm going to leave that in the podcast This because this podcast is raw and it's real. I don't know how raw it is, but it's real anyway. So anyway, uh, (laughs) so uh, Athena Powerlink, I mean, powerful program. In fact, Linda Stevenson talked about that in episode one. Other guests have talked about it. So what does this all mean to you as you kind of embark on your journey, bringing it to South Central Pennsylvania?
1: Yes, absolutely. So again, in the context of this access to networks that I talked about, um, I do three things here in South Central Pennsylvania, and the PowerLink program is my most recent undertaking here. So I'll put that into three. So uh, first and foremost, I came here to, to uh, South Central Pennsylvania four years ago. My husband and I had long dreamed to move to Hershey, where you know, Jeff, is a fabulous entrepreneurial story. Although, albeit, um, you know, a man, uh, but had a wonderful partner and a wife by his side that created this wonderful entrepreneurial story here in Hershey, Pennsylvania around chocolate and philanthropy and supporting, you know, used his wealth uh, to support uh, underserved children and has the school here. And I love the whole entrepreneurial vibe here. So we were relocated here about four years ago, and I brought... Um, I'm on my third thing. That's probably all I can do, right? So I brought the Women Presidents Organization chapters here, first and foremost, to South Central Pennsylvania. So when I arrived here in late 2015, in March, I launched the Harrisburg chapter of the Women Presidents Organization and WPO, as we like to call it first, is um, they are peer learning groups of multi-million dollar women-led companies. And our focus is on growing these companies and scaling them to, uh, to get larger and larger. So I have a chapter in Harrisburg and I started a chapter in Lancaster, Pennsylvania last year. So we have two of those up and going. I'm also a business and executive coach here in South Central Pennsylvania with a Thistle Seed Business Development, which is actually located more your way in Cranberry Township in Pittsburgh. So I'm supporting uh, Thistle Seed Business Development and growing businesses throughout the Commonwealth through coaching and mentoring and consulting services from my location right here in Hershey. And as you mentioned... Just recently, this past year, I've been working with PowerLink in Pittsburgh to be their South Central Regional Director to launch an advisory board for growing companies here in South Central Pennsylvania. And the great connection to Athena is that we are piloting kind of a new model of the PowerLink program. And we are very much anticipating great success with that program through 2020. And we'll be um, sharing our learning with Athena and getting best practices in place and tweaking the model and doing all those things. And then we anticipate that it's a model that can be taken by Athena International across the country. We're very excited about um, about the new model of PowerLink here in South Central Pennsylvania. And we have now rooted that in three cities, in Harrisburg, in York, and in Lancaster. And we've kicked all of those cities off in the last couple of months. So very excited about that, Jeff. And I can tell you more about that as well, but wanted to kind of tee up what I'm doing, what I'm up to here in South Central Pennsylvania.
0: Well, we've got time before we round into the last half of the interview or the last few questions, I should say, to ask you one more question here. And I kind of want to make it a dual question. First of all, just a little brief on PowerLink and what it is for our listeners that may not be Mm -hmm. familiar with it and how it's changing with this new model. And then also maybe your advice to aspiring women entrepreneurs or those that are kind of in the arena right now? Because I'm sure uh, listeners would benefit from your perspective with all of your years of experience in supporting this type of thing.
1: Sure. First, let's talk about PowerLink and what that new model looks like. So PowerLink was founded in Pittsburgh more than 25 years ago, and Athena does have a model that has been taken across the country. So we're taking a look at how can we improve that model. And PowerLink in Pittsburgh, where it originated, has been working on um, it has been working on tweaking that model, if you will, in Western Pennsylvania, and wanted to see if we could try it in another location. We certainly have already made some changes to it out here in South Central Pennsylvania because. That As you know you move into a different market you need to do different things so powerlink uh, is an advisory board program this particular program is gender inclusive we have all women in our program actually out here in south central pennsylvania um, but it is gender inclusive, so men are welcome as well if they'd like to um, participate. We start out with a portion of the program called Community Advisory Boards. So we bring in companies, and we call them second stage companies, Jeff. They are companies that are beyond startup. They have realized realized some level of success. They may be between that quarter million and three quarters of a million dollars in gross annual revenue. They probably have been in business a couple of years and have a couple of employees, but they're stuck and they don't know how to scale the business to the next level. So we bring them in first to a community advisory board where they are with um, they are with other same sized companies and they learn um A good business acumen, they learn the nuts and bolts of business, they learn how to scale a company, and we actually use the uh, Gina Wickman book called Traction um, that we use as a curriculum to guide us in that. So they come in, they meet every month for a couple of hours with their colleagues, they learn from each other, they learn from an entrepreneur in residence that we have here. Her name is Sherry Jordan. She actually worked in Erie with Linda, so she is well-trained. And so Sherry is facilitating those community advisory boards on the ground. During that experience, Sherry's um, interacting with all the businesses. We have guest advisors at the table that are offering their advice to these businesses. And then we will see many of these businesses sitting around the table that will be ready for a custom advisory board. And that's the piece of the model that is currently with Athena International and they've scaled across the country. What we found is that it's necessary to have what I call a runway or an incubator for these businesses to become accustomed to working with some advisors and get ready to get into a situation of a custom advisory board, which is one business. To many advisors, you can imagine, Jeff, it's a little bit unnerving if you're a business owner and you've not sort of opened your books, if you will, well, books metaphorically, but uh, also actually, to you know people who are perfect strangers, and they're going to give you advice on your business. I mean, that's that's a big leap to make right into a custom advisory board. So this new model is trying out this runway of a community advisory board to get businesses accustomed to working with advisors and being used to being in that space while also training them through a formal curriculum. That's kind of how it goes. Going very well. We have uh, three host partners. Uh, here in South Central Pennsylvania. Um, in Harrisburg, uh, the chamber, the Harrisburg Regional Chamber uh, and Economic Development Group is our host. So they host us in Harrisburg every month. Uh, Lancaster, we have the um, Women's Business Center at Assets that's hosting us there. And in York, we have the York County Economic Alliance, which is the chamber and their economic development group hosting us there. So we're meeting every single month in all three cities and we're getting ready to uh, launch our first custom board already. So we'll see how it goes through 2020. And we're really excited about working with Athena International and taking this model, this new model across the country with them. We have about five minutes
0: left in the interview or so. So maybe you could give me kind of a quick overview of what your advice to female entrepreneurs would be with all of your experience in this arena.
1: Absolutely. First of all, seek out assistance. Do not go it alone. You do not have to go it alone. So seek out a network. First of all, you know, something that fits you. If you have been in business for a while, you're at that multimillion dollar level. WPA is a fabulous resource of peers that surround you. And uh, it truly is magical, Jeff. What happens at the table with like a WPO group? Because we bring these people together, they sit around the table. We have a formal facilitation, um, a formal facilitation that occurs at every single meeting, and they interact with one another and talk about the how they grow their companies and resources and best practices. And you're looking across the table, and and you see someone that really gets what you're doing. You know, all these people have friends, they have family, they have, you know, colleagues, but they don't necessarily have peers. And so that's a fabulous network for those at the multi-million dollar level. Other resources, the Athena, PowerLink, and PowerLink programs, they're fabulous. Come into a room, you're with like-minded people who are working on similar things. They all have, you know, learning to bring to the table. You can have assistance from advisors, really can help you scale your company. And uh, for, uh, we'll put a plug in also for the Women's Business Centers under US Small Business Administration. I ran, you know, was involved and ran one for 20 years at Seton Hill University. Seek out if you're starting in business, or if you're, you know, you have a, you think of an idea and you're not sure if it's going to work. Absolutely, seek out either a women's business center in your area. You can go online to sba.gov and look up the women business centers in your area. They have small business development centers as well that can help you in the same sort of way with resources at the startup and growing levels and score chapters across the country. So that's the three-legged stool of the SBA. And these are all wonderful resources. So bottom line, my advice to women entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs more broadly is don't go it alone. Find the resources that are right for you at your appropriate level in business.
0: What a beautiful combination of. It's almost like you've listened to this podcast before, which of course I, <laughs> I know you do. You're, you've, you were one of the I early do. You're one of the early supporters of it, and I appreciate it. but uh, you kind of combine that advice with some resources, and we're going to put all those resources in the links on your show page. But do you have any other resources you might want to mention, or I, I have you That, that was a quite a list, so I wouldn't be surprised if that extensive list you just gave us was it. but is there
1: anything else that we might have missed? Well, you know, there's lots of resources. One of the things um, I'll just... Go off the the uh, pure business page for just a moment. One of the things that I think is so incredibly important. I've been around a long time, uh, Jeff, and you know the one thing that I I just uh, believe in with all of my heart is to make sure. We used to say in, in Westmoreland County, and my Westmoreland County colleagues will love this. We used to use to lift as we climb. Um, actually, associated with our Athena um, Leadership Award recognition program that we did out there. And I so believe in that. One thing I do every single year is take on as many mentees as I possibly can, whether they be business owners, whether they be women in business. I'm working with our Leadership Harrisburg Area Program on their board this year, and I have four mentees that are going through the leadership program. Uh, With that, I've worked with uh, a program called Execustar here in our South Central PA community. Um, But I think it's so important that all, all of us, as we gain knowledge, that we lift as we climb and meaning that you always look around. What can you give to others? One of my, my um, favorite quote of all times is from Maya Angelou, who says, when you learn, teach, and when you get, give. People always, you know, they've said to me since I've been up here in South Central Pennsylvania, why are you doing what you do? And I have a very simple answer because I can.
0: Well, I love that. That's a perfect way to end the podcast and get to our final question, which is to give you the floor back, which boy, you said a lot there, Uh, but is there anything else that you would like to say as we close out the podcast? Again, Jane, the floor is yours.
1: Um, I just, you know, I so admire entrepreneurs. We always say, you know, it's not for the weak of heart, this growing a company. And, uh, you know, just the resilience uh, of these entrepreneurs, what they're doing, they make up they are the engine of our economy, and I think you know we don 't always recognize entrepreneurs for really what they give, what they give up what they what they do, and um, how effective they are in our economy. We just would not we would not have the economy we do here in the United States without all of our small business owners, so I want to appeal two things. I want to appeal to your audience to support small business. We have a small business Saturday coming up. And I, you know, I remember the very first one, it's the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So it's coming up. I know this might air a little bit later, but doesn't matter. Support small businesses um, throughout the holiday season. And obviously throughout the year, it's very, very important uh, that we do that. And by all means, support women-owned small businesses. Um, It's incredibly important that we think about and are intentional about where we spend our dollars. So that's my appeal uh, to your audience today.
0: Well, that's great. Jane Houston, again, too many things to mention. But I know that you're from Seton Hill, (laughs) so we got... You were at one point at Seton Hill. I wanted to make sure to get that in and get it correct. But um, all kidding aside, thank you so much. Really enlightening conversation. Really appreciated having you on this week.
1: Thank you, Deb. It's been my
0: pleasure. On the next episode of Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International, Alexis Zavolinsky has a short but impressive career and is now pursuing an MBA. But her message is to not doubt yourself, especially if you think you're too young to succeed. You are more capable than you realize. Here's a bit more from Alexis. When I was faced with
1: that, I thought that age was going to be such a deterrent for me to take on this step. You know, I knew it going in. I knew that I was, you know, coming in on the weaker side. But now, as an accepted and, you know, pursuing candidate at Sneel, I've realized that the only person holding you back is you.
0: Interested in becoming a guest? Check out our Being a Guest page at WomenReallyMeanBusiness.com. All levels of business accepted. We love a wide range of stories.